big game, big flavor. Hot stuff sauce. Let's get saucy. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. All right. Well, Super Bowl is a few days away. I didn't go to Arizona this year, but that's fine. Uh, I'm uh, here getting ready. Uh... Is it me? Has this been the warmest winter you've ever remembered, by the way? It's crazy. No snow. And uh, I'm here. I'm ready to go. And uh, this is another edition of Allow Me to Be Frank. Frank, it wasn't warm uh, last weekend, though. You got to remember that. It was uh, about 10 degrees both days. Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad, but we've had no we've had no real snow, and most days it's 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 almost like uh, March, like the weather. Yeah, fifty degrees again today. I'll take that. I I'm not a fan yeah, of the cold. It's not been bad. It's not been bad, but I wonder if we're going to pay a price somewhere down the line. We're running out of time. It's almost spring. We got but, spring yeah. training on the horizon, Frank. And Darren Ruff is still on the fucking team. <laughs> I hate Darren Ruff. <laughs> really? I really do. We didn't know. I mean, I, I just have visions of Darren Ruff playing first base and not being able to, and, uh, and uh, dropping the ball, having balls go between his legs. I have vision to Darren Ruff when he gets on base, accidentally uh, uh, missing second base on a walk-off home run, and the Mets end up losing because of it. Oh, God. So there is an option in the free agent market that would be, a, I think, a better one than uh, Darren Ruff. And it's, you, you know, Gurriel from the Astros. He's still out there. I don't know if – Pat, have the Mets talked about, to any, like about any of the outstanding free agents? Have you heard any buzz at all about any of those guys? When I talked to Billy uh, last week, he said that basically they're not looking at to add any more position players that they're they're done in that. Uh, I area. think he, I think Yuli Gurriel comes with a lot of baggage. What he made the uh, racial slur. Yeah. <laughs> I just I mean he's a better option on the field at least than Darren Ruff. Sorry guys. I see I see you got some spring like weather in Chicago too. Yeah, it's okay. It's starting to heat up. Ah, I mean, it, it, it's 50 degrees. It, it's February 8th. We've had maybe two or three really cold days, and it's just been the mildest winter I've ever seen. No complaints here, Frank. I mean, no, it's not bad. It's not bad. Though I was uh, proven right about the uh, about not uh, not uh, not investing in the nets. I was this close, this close, this close to buying in and. It happened again. Yeah, so how do you feel about the Kyrie trade, Frank? It's a disaster. Everything that's happened the last four years has been a straight-up disaster. Do you feel like the Nets got a good return? Mm, they got nothing in for them. The 20, 2029 draft pick, I hear the NBA is going to uh, uh, scrub all draft picks that are beyond uh, two years, starting in a couple of years. And so the Nets... Uh, Except if, except for the Brooklyn Nets, who have no draft picks of their own until twenty thirty six. Oh God! And Sean Marks still has a job. 
Frank, you didn't like Kyrie. He was going to leave the end of the year anyway. At least you got something back for him. I thought you'd be happy about this. They could have made a run. They could have made a run. I, uh, the, the, instead, they, instead, they got Ben, ben Simmons is actually getting worse. I, I, I expect to see some improvement. The guy has no basketball ability whatsoever. This guy was number one. This guy was the number one draft pick, and uh, he had trouble making shots, and it's gotten worse. He actually was a good defensive player. Now he's not. It is literally like the Monstars has taken him of all his talent, and he is now. Uh, you could probably find a guy at the rec center who's probably better than him right now. So what should the Nets do? Like, do you want them to trade Durant before the trade deadline? Like, like what, what should they be doing? Well, one thing they need to do is see if they could get something else. Uh, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie's a good player, but he's not the type of player that can win with. And, and here we go with uh, Durant again. It was supposed to be two weeks. Now it's four weeks. Now, it, now they're saying he's not coming back until after the All-Star break. It's... it's it, 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 I mean, this is last year all over again. He was supposed to miss three weeks. He ended up missing six, and by the time he came back, the season was destroyed. And now it's happened again. The season is done. The, the, the Nets are probably not going to win another game. So they are 32 and 22 right now. Uh, they're substantially ahead of teams that are in, you know, the 8 9 seed. So the season this is, is what they were last year. No, this is what they were last year. But they still made the playoffs last year. Yeah, they, they were in the playoffs. Right? No, they were in the play-in last year, and then they oh, got in. Right, right, right. And they got in, and they, and they lost. But like last year, at uh, at at the start of the new year, the Nets were the top team in the East. Durant went down. They went five and sixteen when he was hurt, which included an eleven-game losing streak. Mm-hmm. That's right where they are right now. But they still made the playoffs. They got in the play and they got swept by the Celtics. Right, in the playoffs. The play in is the play. That's barely in the playoffs. I mean. Well, they won the play in. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. So they got in the playoffs. Oh, God, Frank, so I'm not saying the Nets are not going to make the playoffs. I'm just saying that uh, they had a shot to win the NBA championship. Okay. They have no shot now. Are you looking but, to adopt a team yet? Are you Are you done with the Nets? The team I was considering adopting, I can no longer consider adopting. Why? Because they traded that motherfucker there. Mavericks? Oh, true. Damn. That stinks. You know, I, I don't mind saying this. I literally want to see Kyrie Irving's knee blow up like the Death Star. Frank, that is... That's yeah, that's bad. Like, it's harsh, Frank. It's harsh. Like the Death Star. Yeah, that's kind of... That's tough. It's, uh... Oh. Okay, then I'll take a. I did not take a Kevin Ware. Oh, Frank, wow, Frank. gruesome man. 
on the top rope. Cold-blooded today, Frank. I, I, I legitimately hope nothing but the worst for Kyrie Irving. Nothing but the worst. Is he your most hated athlete of all time now? No. Who's your most hated athlete of all time? It still remains Vince Coleman. <laughs> who who do you hate more, Darren Ruff or Kyrie Irving? Kyrie Irving, Darren Ruff just sucks. Yeah, I, I was, was going to say team. he never did anything to you. Yeah, Darren Ruff, Darren's not a bad person. I just want him off the team. Kyrie Irving legitimately is like is a is a is a horrific, terrible human being. The most selfish, self centered, piece of shit, egotistical fucking athlete of all time. You know, the net. The, what's funny is the Nets probably could have got something better from the Lakers, but the uh, Net said that uh, Joe Sy said, "Fuck him. We're not sending him to where he wants to go." Good, and I'm glad they didn't send him. How about those, and what's uh, what's funny is there's now rumors that Kevin Durant's going to the Lakers. Oh, that that's not good. That's not good. Yeah, I don't think they could I do would that. Not like that at all. And the rumor is the Nets are going to get the most fragile player in the NBA. Anthony Davis? Yeah. When he's healthy, and, I mean, it'd be a good, it'd be a and, good uh, they, they said that uh, they said that the, uh, there's proof of this, uh, that, that Anthony Davis, when uh, LeBron broke the record yesterday, was acting like, oh, fuck him. He wasn't happy. He wasn't celebrating. He wasn't, he wasn't bowing down. He wasn't going, oh, praise the Lord. You have gotten the scoring record. And of course, you know, uh, of course, you know, uh, you have Butcher McCall there, uh, uh, Brian Windhorst. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Akron. Come and behold him. He is the Lord and Savior. <laughs> 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 That's Brian Windhorst's uh, official Christmas carol. Do you remember when they actually did that, though? When they uh, they didn't want him to leave, and they sang that uh, the whole city. It was like the mayor, the broadcasters. The senator. <laughs> the senator. The governor of Ohio. Please stay, LeBron. And then we really need you. <laughs> <laughs> Good times, good times. So, and then he went uh, back to Cleveland. Then he went back to Cleveland. Then he left again. I mean, and the and second time was okay, right? That was weird. The second time was cool. Everyone was fine with it. I, I just yeah, I, I I think that was because he won him a championship, right? Cool. And I think and I think and I and uh, he went out to L.A. to do movies and to uh, to get uh, to get Bronny. Uh, like uh, the, the career started, and of course we know that resulted in uh, Space Jam Two. Probably, you know, uh, we the, the Clem, we were discussing in the in the office the worst movies yeah. of all time. Space Jam Two has to be top ten. Yeah, Brandon and I could do Space Jam and then follow that up with Space Jam Two. The Space Jam Two was so bad. There, were, there was exactly one funny line in that movie. Space Jam 2. Hmm. I, I haven't seen it. 
there was one funny line. And it was almost like a play on words because, because you know, like, like, like the first one, they're, they're feeling defeated at halftime. So Daffy Duck comes walking in. I found him. I found him. I found Michael Jordan. And then Michael B. Jordan walks in. All right. That's <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. It's the only funny line in that movie. That's funny. <laughs> but, uh, and now everyone's trying to denote all oh, the greatest of all time. He's got the scoring record. Yay. By the way, how do they determine the scoring title in the NBA? Does anyone know? Mm-hmm. Points per game. Points per game. And pray tell, who has the uh, career uh, record for points per game in the NBA? Michael uh, Jordan. Is it Jordan or is it? It's Jordan. Jordan, right? Yeah. Hmm. 30.3 points a game, right? And he almost, he's almost, almost lost the record. So he, almost, he didn't. What? But he didn't. You know how he almost lost the record, right? Because no, the Wizards? It's the Wizards. Makes sense. Who's number two, now, Frank? Is, is number Will. two Chamberlain? Will. Will. Right. Now, here's the thing. I, because I looked this up yesterday. Michael Jordan's, uh, when he retired with the Bulls, the record was 31.5 points per game. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so the Wizards took that record down a notch. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's how you win scoring titles. It's points per game. And let's not forget how many times Michael Jordan was all defensive player. And was it once def- defensive player of the year once, too. All NBA defense. Yeah, and also it took him, like, I think... It took George or it took LeBron, I think, fifteen years to to beat Michael's record to to pass Michael, right? Yeah, he's collaborating. He's a yeah. The, he is he, that he he is uh, someone who's who's just played twenty years, didn't go to college, so he was able to, the three years that Jordan played in in North Carolina. That so that's how he's able to preserve his career so long and and. I mean, LeBron's amazing, has amazing durability. Uh, you have to give him yeah, that. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing, well, LeBron, yeah. I'm not going to say LeBron's not one of the five best of all time. I'm just I think saying. He's probably number two. No. Who do you have ahead of him? Here we go. What's I still, right? even though he, the record's gone, I still have Kareem. All right. I have, I have LeBron ahead of Kareem. And you got to remember, Kareem played at UCLA for, what, two, three years? Because he couldn't play his freshman year. He couldn't so play his fre- more years. He couldn't play his freshman. Years. He couldn't play his freshman year, and UCLA dominated his three years he was there. Not only that, not only that, UCLA, the year he was a freshman, had an inter-squad game, varsity against a freshman, and the freshman destroyed the varsity team. And this is when UCLA was in the middle of of winning like uh, nine title nine titles in eight titles in nine years. And the one year they didn't win was this year, of course. But they, this is a team that had players that had won two straight NBA, NCAA t- tournaments before that. And uh, 
the freshman team destroyed the varsity team. And in the next three years, they win a national championship, and they lost like a total of three games in three years. If that, maybe they only lost like one or two games. I think there were were a couple of unbeaten seasons in there. So is LeBron your number three, Frank? Yes. All right. So then we're 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 splitting hairs here then. That's fine. So we agree. So And four and five for you, is it uh, Magic and Bird, or you have Russell in there somewhere? I have Russell. I have Russell four. I have Magic five. Bird six. That's my list. That's probably where I would put it too. That's probably That's respectable, Bummer, for you. I mean, you're a Celtics fan. So I, I am. Appreciate it. Yeah. Nice. I am a Celtics fan. Jordan's the Thanks. best I've ever seen. I got to see him in play in person. Um, one of my great Damn. sport memories. Jordan's the best I've ever seen. Um, and he's he's better than LeBron for sure. Like like Frank said, played better defense. Uh, and was he was better. He he had. Also, didn't have the same great teammates. He had good teammates for sure, but LeBron's yeah. always had great teammates around him. Uh, maybe the exception being that last title in Cleveland. Mm, well, Kyrie Irving, dude. I, 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 I know. I, I, know. I, I agree. Kevin Love. Yep. So. Kevin Love is a solid player, not a great player. Yeah, that's true. It took him out of the rotation. I think he's going somewhere. I don't know where. Uh, but the, the but the Nets the, the Nets really desperately, you know I I can't believe he's never played for the Lakers. Kevin Love, I think he might. They might just trade him there. He That's went to U, he went to UCLA, and you know who his right. uncle is, right? Yeah, Beach Boys. Westbrook. Or Michael Love, right? No, Kevin Love's uh, Kevin Love's uh, uncle. You know who he is, right? Yeah, the Beach Boys guy, right? Michael Love, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. But, How did you guys? Uh, go ahead, Frank. What was that? How did you guys like that reaction uh, as soon as LeBron broke the record? Did you guys like? What did you guys think of the 10-15 minute ceremony? Um. <laughs> what, yeah, what did you? Were you watching it live, Frank? I was. Eh, I was sort of watching it. Yeah. Uh, the 10 minute ceremony—that's normal. Uh, the when. Uh, the fifth inning passed. When the fifth inning passed in Baltimore, and the game became official, they stopped the uh, the Cal Ripken game for twenty minutes. When he went around the uh, ran around the field and like high, it was like uh, shaking everyone's hands. They stopped after Ricky Henderson stole the base uh, to break the record of Lou Brock. They stopped that game as well. Today I am the greatest of all time. He, he was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gotta give Ricky. Ricky's one of my favorites, so you know he is. Fun. That is going to be a record that nobody, nobody ever touches. We'll see. New pickoff rules. I think you might see a lot of stolen bases next year. Uh, uh, the, the, someone said that uh, a rookie would have to steal fifty bases uh, uh, for 20, 20 straight years, and 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 this Moneyball bullshit—they don't believe in stealing bases. Right. Yeah, steals are way down. I mean... Uh, you think steals will go down, Pat, because of the pickoff rule? No, no. no, no, no they might go up because of that. But I think they will. Uh, recently, they've, in recent years, they're way down. But, yeah. but, but, uh, but nobody's going to reach the levels of, of Ricky Henderson had in the 80s where he was... He, they, he stole 100 bases in 1980. 56 bases in the strike year, 81. Now, now keep in mind, it's a strike year. 
So that's 56 bases in 108 games. Then he sold 130 in uh, 82, the record. Yep. 108 in 83. Nobody's stealing that number anymore. 93 and uh, he had 93 in 88. He was stealing 80 bases. I mean, what was the uh, what was the, the, the stolen base? How, who, who led the league last year in stolen bases? It's been Trey Turner for a while. Let me look it up right now. I mean, yeah, here it is. Oh, my God. John Birdie led the league in stolen bases last year. Wow. Majors in stolen bases with 41. Yeah, Turner had 27. He only got caught three times, though. Uh, the uh, Mateo in Baltimore led the American League with 35. Wow. So Former Yankees Henderson, prospect. Ricky Henderson has, has uh, 1,406 stolen bases career. Nobody is ever even approaching that. No one's going to be allowed to approach that. And it, I mean, 41, okay, you're saying that uh, the new pickoff rules are going to uh, – are going to cause there to be more stolen bases? It's I not so. cause. It's not going. To be, I, I agree. It's I, not yeah. going to cause that. It's not going to cause it to go up to, to. It's not going to go up to the numbers it was in Ricky Henderson's day. So it's going the, to go up. It's going to go up. Maybe we're now it might take sixty bases to, to steal it. So we're talking. Someone has to play twenty years stealing sixty bases a year to break Ricky Henderson's record. The the active leader right now is D Gordon. Who has three hundred and thirty-six? So he, he could steal a thousand bases and still wouldn't catch Ricky. D. Gordon is is he, is he active? Well, if if, that, if not, then it's Elvis Andrews who did, did three thirty-five. <laughs> is he active? If not, you got Billy Hamilton, and finally your guy, Starling Marte, three fourteen. Billy Billy Ham Billy Hamilton is might might be one of the worst hitters in baseball history. He's pretty bad. Yeah, he had he had his month with the Mets. That's right. And then he went to the Braves. Billy Hamilton cannot hit. And here's the funny thing is, Billy Hamilton will never steal more bases than Billy Hamilton. <laughs> the, uh, the real Billy Hamilton? There is a Billy Hamilton. Yes, sliding Billy. Who is like third all time, I think. Maybe, maybe yeah. he's... He might even be second because the records are kind of hazy back then. He's like, he, he, he played at the turn of the century. Yep. And yeah, he, he has... 914. Yeah, uh, only... Uh, Lou Brock. Only, uh, only Lou Brock, yeah, Brock has more than him. Lou Brock and Henderson. How many did Reigns finish with? Let me see. He has 800-something. He's like four for fifth. Yeah, 808. Ty Cobb is up here, too. I mean, um, B B Billy Hamilton's career on base percentage is 292. Oh. <laughs> With that speed, I, he's a lifetime 239 hitter. He just, he's, he just can't hit. He's just a terrible hitter. And uh, I, think, I think his career is pretty much over. Uh, D. Gordon's old. Frank, who did Ty Cobb finish his career with? I bet you know this, but nobody else does. Philadelphia. That's right. 
Yeah, D Strange, uh, D Strange Gordon, he's, he's a pretty old uh, 34-year-old, and he didn't play in 2021. I don't know if he's even signed right now. Frank, what did you think of the athletic suggestion for new divisions once there's expansion teams? Idiotic, moronic, <laughs> and and and, ple- and get this get get Rob Manford out of the fucking sport. He just he just wants to fuck the sport. He just wants to keep fucking the sport. He can't fucking help himself. It's all he fucking does. He wants to yeah, just keep fucking the sport, fucking the sport, fucking the sport. I mean, it's it's fucking annoying. I mean, he, he wants to get he he wants to get rid of all fucking tradition. Are we going to see another he, protest outside the MLB headquarters again, Frank? He doesn't. He doesn't fucking get it. He does not fucking get it. He does not fucking get it at all. He doesn't fucking. He he does, he does not. He he truly does not revere baseball. That's what that tells me. He does not revere the sport of baseball. He doesn't care about the sport of baseball. He just wants to fucking change every fucking thing. He fucking sucks. He's the fucking worst. He fucking is just terrible. I fucking hate him. Every fucking commissioner the last few years is fucking sucking. And, and, and he just fucking sucks. He's, I mean, good God. What do you think of him? He's dog shit. No. <laughs> oh, dog shit. Okay, nice. And uh, if you have a dog, you want to make your dog happy. So <laughs> make your dog happy with BarkBox. Make your dog happy with BarkBox. Two toys, two treats, and a chew. Shift gift fully right to you. Make your dog happy with BarkBox. Make your dog happy. Yes, that's right. That's right. We we have partnered with BarkBox. So go to BarkBox.com. And when you hit BarkBox.com slash tank, you get a free extra month when you subscribe. So make your dog happy. Get a free extra month. BarkBox.com slash tank. Make your dog happy. Huh? Got a package uh, delivered. You got a package delivered. What'd you get? Uh, I got a couple of New Jerseys. Oh, what, what jerseys? jerseys now? What'd you get? You'll see. You'll see. Oh, I like this. Kyrie Irving. Definitely not. <laughs> one, one is one that I think uh, that Clemmers had of something similar. Okay. And one is going to just match my hat. Gonna say, oh, we got one that says hat, one that says jersey. Yep. And then Tom Seaver, I'm guessing, is the other one. Uh, that one didn't arrive yet. Oh, we're gonna be twins, Frank. Uh, this, uh, this, uh, the, but uh, you have a 69 Mets jersey, right? I do, yeah. It's the home jersey. I have the road one, so we'll, we'll, look, we'll look good. And it's not Tom Seaver. Oh, uh, Nolan Ryan? Yep. Ah, I like it. I like it, Frank. Frank, what would you think about uh, Steve Cohen telling the other owners to look in the mirror? I love it. (laughs) He goes, it's not my problem. Maybe they should look at themselves. I do have a special Tom Seaver jersey on the way, though, coming 
And I got a, I also recently ordered uh, a uh, Joe Montana Notre Dame jersey. Ooh. Wow. The only successful Notre Dame quarterback ever. Uh, not quite. Who else? There were other Forgetting, ones. Uh, Brady Quinn. Uh, oh, well, he was a bum. He was a bum. <laughs> Jimmy Clausen. Bum. Legend. Legend. Uh, Steve Berline had a decent career. He bounced okay. around a little bit. He he was kind of like a kind of like the uh, half ball will travel. Played for a number of teams. Wasn't he the was first Carolina Panthers quarterback? I believe, right? Yes, he was. There you go. I, or was he? I thought he was. I'm going to look it up No, right he now. wasn't. No, he Terry wasn't. Terry Collins? I thought Berline was there first. No, actually, uh, Frank Reich, I think, was the first. Uh, oh, I think you're right, Frank. I think you're right. But I think he did play for the, uh, the Panthers, too. Now I'm looking back here. I know Jimmy Clausen played for them. Could be two Notre Steve, Dame quarterbacks. Steve, no, here Terry it is. Terry Collins Oh, actually, Steve, Steve Berline was actually the first quarterback for the uh, Jaguars. That's what it was. Before uh, Brunel. He played, yeah. he, he played briefly for the Raiders. Uh, and um, he also played for the Cowboys and was uh, Troy Aikman's backup in, uh, when he won uh, Super Bowl twenty seven. He played for the uh, played for the Panthers. Uh, wasn't too good there. He, he played he for the, the uh, league in yards one year, Frank, with them. I'm looking yeah. it up right now. I, I totally forgot about this. But yeah, he he was a kind of backup quarterback who had like a quietly had a good career. He had one really that '99 season was really good. Do you remember Ron Paulus? Ron Paulus. Paulus. He's he he was the number one recruit. Quarterback in the nation ahead of Peyton Manning, and it was a total bum bust. He was busted Notre Dame. Total letdown career. I have a like an old Dan Marino magazine from the '90s, and uh, Ron Paulus is in there, uh, and they're say, saying he was going to be the next great one. But uh, Joe Di- Joe Deisman won a Super Bowl. Was a Super NFL MVP. You know his real name is Deisman. What is it? What is it? It's it's Deisman. Oh. Mm. When he went to Notre Dame, they suggested he change his name to Dies to change the pronunciation of his name to Deisman because it rhymed with Heisman. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. So he so he had a, a a decent career. So they've had some good quarterbacks at Notre Dame. Just Joe Montana was just by far the best. And there's been a lot of bad ones. Well, bad ones that when they would reach the NFL, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Frank, what did you think of the Devils game? I know you went uh, Monday. Jack Hughes had two goals. It was 4-1. They uh, gave up the lead and went into overtime. They didn't play well. Yeah. They were they were a little sloppy, uh, lethargic early. Uh, the Canucks had a one nothing lead. Uh then after a while, uh, it uh, then they, uh, they 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 tied it. 
And after they tied it, they scored three goals in 50 seconds to take the lead. Yeah, it's nuts. And then they went back into playing shit again. They were lucky to hold on to get the game to overtime, and then they got a penalty, and they won. Did you do any uh, hot dog reviews? Or not hot dog reviews. Did you do any reviews, food reviews at the stadium? Uh, I always try to do something. I I, and, uh, I did conditions this time. Oh, all right. Nice. Uh, I don't know if the listeners have heard, but I know you, you guys have seen it uh, with J.J. Watt. He's a huge fan of the, the devil reviews, the food reviews. So, uh, pretty cool. Are Frank, you a fan of J.J. Watt, Frank? Yeah, how do you feel about that? I think that's good. He's a, he was a good player. Too bad he played for shit teams most of his career. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a fun right. there. The Houston Texans, they just fucking suck. Poor organization. Uh, I mean, they, they get good players and then they get them, they lose them. And they just, uh, the Deshaun Watson thing, I mean, that thing turned into a fiasco. At least they got something for him, though. At least they got draft picks for him. Well, we'll right. see if they got anything for him. They actually got to draft good players. Well, of course. But at least they got something. It wasn't like the other guys they've lost, but they haven't gotten a lot back. I mean, yeah. Frank, J.J. Watt also said he wanted to sit next to you at a, at a live stream. That would be fun. <laughs> for, <laughs> you think that would be fun for him? <laughs> would you tell him that he tapered off at the end of his career and all his teams suck i just say that it's, it's too bad he didn't get a chance to play for uh, a team that could have won a Super Bowl. Oh, okay yeah i think it was a mistake Light that he went chair. to arizona i think he made a mistake going to arizona mr cardinals just that's an organization that just sucks yeah, they're not the best. Not the and best. Uh, and Kyler Murray, the lolly. But you know they haven't hired a coach yet in uh, in uh, Arizona. And you they know haven't. why they haven't? You know why they haven't hired a coach? Nobody wants to coach Kyler Murray. Nobody wants to coach Kyler Murray. Yeah, it's between Lou Aronimo and uh, from the Bengals and um, Mike Kafka from the Giants. I am. Here for the lollipop guild, the lollipop guild. <laughs> I think you should have stuck to baseball. Maybe he gets, he still can. I mean, he can make the transition right now. Or Jeff yeah. Saturday can come in there and turn this thing yeah. around. Yeah, Jeff Saturday, they're going to hire him from Indianapolis. <laughs> Dude, I hope. I got my fingers crossed. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, what is Jim Ursay snorting? What isn't he snorting? I think that'd be a better, better answer. You know, maybe if uh, if uh, Jim Ursay uh, changed, it would change his life around. Uh, he could get the uh, Colts turned around. I mean, uh, there, there probably might be a good idea to get some spice in his life. You know, mm-hmm. maybe that will help him get a new coach. You know, uh, you know, uh, he's look. You know what it is? It's he. He's looking for some hot stuff, baby. This evening. I'll need some hot stuff, baby, tonight. I want some hot stuff, baby, this evening. That's right. We have partnered up with Hot Stuff Sauce Made at Exo Taco on Syracuse University Hill in Syracuse, New York. It's the best hot sauce 
you can ask for it. So go to hotstuffsauce.com and get your hot stuff sauce right now. And if you use promo code TANK10, you'll receive 10% off your order. So that's promo code TANK10 and you'll receive 10% off your order at hotstuffsauce.com. Get the best hot sauce you can get. And maybe you won't uh, think that Jeff Saturday is a good coach. So I was oh, talking with Mikey offline after last week. Mikey, of course, charged the hot sauce last, last week. And he was telling me, he's like, that wasn't even, it was hot, it was great. But I, I, he's told me that he wanted to have the even higher sauce and do it again, which I was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> when did I say that? You said to me, I think, oh, when we were texting each other, you're like, oh, that was certainly a hot sauce, it was a good sauce, but I want to get even hotter, I want to do it again. Um, I, I, I know it was a crazy, I'm like, all right, whatever, you know, I, I was worried for you, but. I absolutely did not say that, but I probably will have another bottle when uh, when we go up there to Syracuse. There we'll you go. Live. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make it a little hotter. Maybe we'll do two steps hotter on the hot sauce. Or either that or maybe two bottles. I'll do two bottles. I'll do two bottles of the Chihuahua. I think that's that's a little bit more fair. I think that makes sense. Yeah. I puked two times, so it wasn't bad, but no, I'll do it again. Very fun. Very fun. Hurt a lot hurt a lot guys that was very painful like for two days i was like on the toilet just praying you, you ever just like you know you got everything off all your clothes off it was that kind of thing like dude i'm just praying like oh my god like stop this very very bad when i had the food poisoning i was like that oh jeez. i remember you sent us the picture that now the picture is legendary <laughs> not coming in yeah it. yeah someone painted it but uh I asked Barstool if they want to make a shirt out of it, and I guess they don't. Why? Why? Really? That that it's a great shirt. Yeah, it's funny. You don't like money? Like, that's I love it. Uh, <laughs> I would buy I, that right away. I, I I propose making a shirt or a print, and I guess they're shy because the uh, someone painted a picture. And oh, that might make sense. I understand oh, okay. that. Yeah, but I I think I think that thing would be a, a top seller. Oh, absolutely. That's the next I mean, thing in the I, uh, I mean, it's in the fucking Yak Studio now. It's in, it's in, in, in the, uh, the, yeah, the, 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 every time they do something in that studio, that picture's hanging up in the background. I saw somebody did the Echo sketch of it, too. You see that yes. one? It's yes. crazy. I mean, I think, this, I think that will be the one of the top-selling shirts out there, and I don't understand why they don't want to sell it. Yeah, that's got to figure something out that that's got to make some money you got to you got to figure that out that's that, that would be a top seller for sure mm. Mm. okay mm. <laughs> guess not <laughs> well uh i i hear clumber uh i hear you like watching movies like this <laughs> <laughs> dude what are you doing clumber let me defend myself for a second. All right, so I do enjoy watching movies in the front row. It's great for a lot. Now, I'm not talking IMAX. I'm just talking a regular theater. It's the best. No one's in the front row with you. You have a seat for your coat. You can, Frank, you like this. You can stretch out. You have plenty of room. I have all the leg room I want. I am so comfortable. It's great. You know what? Being up close is good. The screen swallows you in. It's awesome. So I, I actually don't. don't far back. I actually don't sit far back. I Yes. Uh, the, the the AMC I go to here in uh, uh, near near me in Clifton, they actually have like a, a 
in the EDA section in the front row, which okay. is not the, the front front row, but it's like four rows up. And that's where I typically end up sitting. So uh, it's it, but it's, it's more of the more more of the uh, low middle than instead of uh, going up high. And I I did go to a theater in uh, in uh, Florida last year where the ADA section was at the back and that was fine too. So I did I, I, I do go where the leg room is. I just don't know if I could stand watching a movie like this. <laughs> I it's the, don't knock until you tried it. It's the best. It is. The I best. tried it. I think it is the worst. What don't you like about it? I just don't like that. I I have to lean back the whole time, or I'm consumed in. I have to get the bigger picture. Sometimes it's like being on the 300 level versus courtside. I don't know. I get it. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but I want to see the whole picture when I'm I'm trying to see a movie. I'm I can still see the whole picture. I you know, guess. last. Last year I went. Last year, last year I went to NASCAR. I went to uh, Daytona for the first time for the 500, and sat kind of high up. They said if you sit too low in NASCAR, you you miss everything. You can't even see like the opposite uh, side of the track. Yeah. When I'm watching baseball, I'm the other way around. I like to sit all the way up high, all by myself, in my own section, and I, and I, so I can see the whole. I like to see the whole field. So if I'm, I'm a watching big fan of that a baseball game, I like to sit as far away as possible. If I'm at the movies, I want to sit as close as possible. Well, you'd like my hockey seats. I sit up uh, uh, up top uh, by the, uh, the behind the uh, the goal. We got to get to a game soon, Frank. I want to get to a game before the season's over. Well, I got uh, I got two tickets to every game. I got to find a day. All right, let's do that. Let's lock that in soon. I want to do that before uh, middle of March. I think we'll have fun. I just went to a Blackhawks game yesterday, and that stunk. They yeah, lost. come the Hawks. <laughs> they lost. Yeah, yeah, they lost in overtime, so that was fun. They, lo- they, they lost to the Mighty Sucks. Yep, it was. Uh, <laughs> that was a fun game, and you know, it's 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 crazy how it's crazy how different the United Center is. Like, I'm always used to going to Bulls games, but like the difference between like. The atmosphere at the Blackhawks game and the Bulls game is so different. Like you can just see, like with the fans, like everything. Like it's just like you could just see. Because I'm not a hockey guy, like that. But like I'm more of a you know you, you know you know what's funny is this this past off season, there's a guy who's from who's from South Jersey, who was a he was a top scorer, all star, superstar, played for the Black for the Flames, named Johnny Gaudreau. And the Devils made a hard push to sign him. And most thought he was going to the Devils. Especially when the Flyers backed out and chose not to pursue him. So then the Devils were like this close to signing him. And at the last minute, he decided to sign him with the um, Columbus Blue Jackets. And he said that uh, he wants to go to a place that he knows is set up for winning. Well, all I can say, all I can think of every time I see the, the Columbus Blue Jackets record is... That's all I can think of. Josh Control. You know how bad the black with the blue the, the, now the, the, the blue jacket's current record right now is 15, 32, and 4. Oof. They're, they're the worst nice. team in the NHL. And he said that he wa- didn't want to go to the Devils because he said the Blue Jackets were set up for winning. Yeah. 
and the and the uh, that the, and the Blackhawks are right there too. The, the Blackhawks are the, the second worst team with thirty five points, fifteen twenty nine and five. Now, now here's what the the, the Blackhawks the Blackhawks are, are full tank mode. When that trade deadline comes, if it, I, I I don't know what's going on, Jonathan Taze. I don't know what's going on, Patrick Kane. They're both free agents, so both longtime Blackhawks. Unless you know both players want to retire. And retired this year with the Blackhawks, you got to make a trade. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of sad uh, seeing them skate. Out it's there. sad seeing them go out there, but you know, they, they they held on to them too long. They won their three cups. But the thing that the Blackhawks can uh, look forward to is is if is if the draft lottery coming up this year and they land a the number one spot, there is a can't miss prospect. Like gonna be. One of the next big names in the NHL, Connor Bedard, out there, and Connor Bedard. I I, I could see it right now. I could see it right now. The NHL is going. Okay. Oh, Chicago. He's yours. He's either going to go to Chicago or Montreal. I I I, I would be shocked if any other team wins draft lottery. And Mon- Montreal is is the the, uh, the Carey Price. I don't know if he's ever coming back. They're not as bad as they were last year when they had the worst season in franchise history, but they are they're bad. And this is like this is like the Yankees being bad, really bad. I mean, last last season the Canadians literally had the worst season in franchise history. And they actually made a fluke run to the Stanley Cup Finals in 2021. So they've fallen hard. And Carey Price with his uh, off-ice issues. I don't know if he'll ever play again. Was it? It, it was Carey Price and there was nothing else. It was, I mean, literally. It, whenever he didn't play, they were bad. And... He's had struggles last um, last few years, and he uh, he didn't play last year, and he's not playing this year, and so I don't know if he'll ever play again. And he's the reason they made that run a couple of years ago. He's but Canadian Islands are a mess, and the NHL I don't think wants to see either the Blackhawks or the Canadian Islands be this bad. Uh, so I, so I can see them uh, waiting the uh, draft lottery a little bit for the in favor of those two teams who are among the worst teams in the NHL. So it won't be waited too much. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think the Blackhawks need a new start. They need to get that old uh, Stanley Cup, and especially with that scandal. It's a uh, lot different. The energy of of the Blackhawks fans now and then. So it's kind of. Weird. Uh, Another team that's bad is the Arizona Coyotes. I, I mean, at the NHL, I can I, I, I just pitch them. And the number one draft pick goes to the Arizona Coyotes. He'll actually be playing in smaller crowds at the uh, Arizona State than he does currently in the uh, junior hockey. Pat, what is the stadium hold? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to ask Pat when he's going to spring training. A week from Sunday. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not gonna be there the first few days, but I'll be there for the first full week of uh, workouts. Top five things in your suitcase. What are you packing? Um, bathing suit. 
golf shirts, uh, pants, shoes, um, sunblock. Yeah, I was going to say, where's the sunscreen? Good. Definitely sunblock. Need that little bit of aloe sometimes, too. Sunglasses, too. Did you say toothpaste? <laughs> yeah, I do toothpaste. Okay, good. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, 4,600. That's the seating capacity of the current home of the average. Hundred? <laughs> yes. They're playing, bad, at a, they're playing at a little college arena because fucking Gary Bettman's got this, like, 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 I, 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 I mean, the guy, the guy must be in fucking love with Arizona. That's obnoxious. Yeah. That's crazy. 4,600 people and you're in that. NHL. This is an NHL team. You know, that's... Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. They literally got evicted from Glendale. They played that's their crazy. first... They played their first few years at the arena the Suns play at. But the arena is ill-suited for hockey, kind of like uh, the Barclays Center was for the Islanders, where half the, uh, half the ice was underneath the stands. And fans in the front, like uh, in the top deck... Couldn't see like the uh, the goalie, and uh, the Islanders said right away, no, 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 this is can't do this, can't do this, can't do this. Uh, Arizona, they built a an arena, but they built it next to the football stadium in Glendale, which going out to a football stadium on a Sunday is different than going out to a an arena that's an anchor of a mall in Glendale, and. That never worked out in Glendale. The Coyotes never really were good. And they're a mess. They're, they are a mess. They've been sold. They've gone through bankruptcy. They've gone through four owners. And every now and then, a new owner comes up and says, uh, we like to take them. Uh, uh, there's owners that want to move them to Quebec. There's owners that want to move them to uh, Houston. And yet Gary Bettman says, nope, I must stay in Arizona. terrible do you yeah where they need to move like you can't you can't do that if you're in the nhl you can't have 4600 people (laughs) if you're in the nhl that doesn't make any sense to me Uh, and they 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 keep talking about me building a new arena but there is no plans to build a new arena right now yeah the nhl should literally force them i don't i don't know how but they should force them to move like that's i mean it's here it is. Now, now here it is. New Tempe Arena. It's going up for a vote in May. If it's passed, they'll have an arena in about four years. If it's not passed, then they got to fucking move. What location do you think they would go to if they were to move? Houston. Houston, yeah. Houston Coyotes? Are they going to change the name? That actually fits. Does fit. But yeah, there, there is a there is a there is a vote to build an arena. But if that arena does, if that arena doesn't pass, then what the fuck are they going to do? I don't know. You can't have them playing more. You can't have them playing. The, the permanently in a four in its forty six hundred seat arena. Yeah. 
And so, with that instability, there's no way they're going to... The NHL is not going to let the Coyotes win the draft lottery. Yeah, right. Maybe he'll go to Columbus. And then, and, and then we'll see uh, Johnny Gaudreau go, Hey, you see? Look at this. We got a good player. <laughs> that was like DeGrom saying that he went to the Rangers, Texas Rangers, because they, uh, they're committed to winning. Right. After winning 69 games last year. Well, speaking of Arizona and the Coyotes, the Super Bowl is coming up Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday is almost here. Or the big game, right? I have to say the big game. I don't remember. But the big game is coming up. And uh, you want to do some Super Bowl props, Frank? Mm, I'll just tell you who's going to win. I might okay. save the props for uh, later. Okay. But I'm going to go with... Uh, Chiefs 24, Eagles 20. Yeah, Frank. Good, thank God. Four Eagles 20. Let's see what those odds are specifically. So you like the Chiefs, right, Frank? Yes. Are you taking a money line or are you taking the spread? You get a, like a point and a half, two. I, I think I got Chiefs plus two and a half. Uh, I might go uh, money line. Wow. I also have Jalen Hurst throw an interception as one of my props. I think the Eagles are going to get I – mean, I don't think it's even going to be that close. I think the Chiefs win by – I a did a touchdowns. five – Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Frank froze. Oh, no, Frank. You should have come to the office today, Frank. Well, while we, while we wait for him to come back, he said Chiefs 24, Eagles 20. Yep. That I is... did a uh, – I mean, seriously. This fucking glitching all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah, yep, crazy. I did a five-leg parlay for the NFC Championship game. And I missed by one fucking leg because goddamn fucking Brock Purdy got hurt. And I had him to throw an interception. Oh, what a piece of shit. We can't see you, Frank. We can only hear you. You yeah. can't see me? What no. the fuck? <laughs> You're frozen. We can hear you, though. It's like a ghost, dude. <laughs> All right, we can see him. We got you, Frank. Frank, you're back. Back, baby. God, I hate that everything technology just keeps fucking me. Frank, 24 Chiefs, Eagles, 20. Yeah. If you put 10 on that, it uh, you win 1,200. It's 120 to 1. I might have to do that. You might have to do that, yeah. 100 wins uh, 12,000, so, hey. Well, that's a little too rich. Get a little frosty, yeah. I've been playing a little blackjack lately. Oh! Yeah, I had three consecutive hands where I got 20. And then the dealer went, ooh, 21! And then she's, like, petting... She's like, she's saying, there's nothing wrong with this shoe. It's a good shoe. It's a good shoe. And then I got 21, and then she had suited blackjack. Oh. And then suited blackjack, that means your blackjack goes away. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately.
unfortunately, but I win again. This is my table. Look at this. And, and, and people are saying that's a bad shoe. He goes, no, it's a good shoe. This shoe is good. And then, and then the next hand, the next hand, everyone had uh, 20s. And then she had two. She had five twos in a row, then a three, and then she had an eight. Oh, Frank, no. Stop. And then she went, Look at that eight. Oh, baby, baby. I take your money. I take your money. And she said that upon here, you ain't winning that dime. And she every time she goes, pet the shoe. Look at this shoe. This shoe is the best shoe ever. Not good for you guys. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like kind of a mean dealer, Frank. How do you react? I, ne- I never saw a dealer celebrate, you know, when they win like that. <laughs> I've never seen that once, Frank. <laughs> what, what casino were you at? Where were you? And then, okay. then I went to another table. Okay. Everyone was talking about how happy they were that they were on a winning streak. I yeah. sat down, and then the dealer on the other table came in there and go, you better watch out. I'm on a hot streak. And the first thing she did was, was another 21. Oh my God. People all around the table screaming. Were they cheering for her, Frank? <laughs> yeah. You ever did you ever do the uh, the infinite the blackjack? Where it's just one handed, everyone shares. No. No. Yeah. It, it's everyone hands and you make the decision on your own whether to hit or not. Oh. And this one this one asshole kept hitting hit on 19 and then the dealer had uh 16 so he hit on 19 got a 10 and then the dealer came up with the 19 and got a five if that asshole didn't hit the dealer would have had a bust that was the brakes kid yeah that's gambling were you at the casino frank uh there's a casino part on the app yeah on the app okay And the lady was doing this on the app. Yes, the live dealer. Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah. And well, which uh, I I wonder where these people are. They almost look like they're in like a hostage situation. These live dealers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Russia. And the background, the background, you actually hear like the roulette reel. Well, I'm sure everyone's having fun and playing responsibly. Yes, hundred percent at the Barstool Sportsbook app and casino. Yes. There you go. Um, so you got the you got the Chiefs winning underdogs. Yes. That's kind of crazy that Patrick Mahomes is an underdog. I can't believe that. Um, do you think we're going to look back at this five years from now and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that Patrick Mahomes was an underdog in the Super Bowl? Yes. Yep. Yep. Just like uh, just like every day people are going to be saying, we traded up to get Mitch Trubisky, and he was sitting there. Hey Frank, why do you bring that up? There was zero reason. <laughs> zero reason. But okay, for sure. Yeah. How about that story? You saw that uh, his dad came onto the Chicago radio and was like, "Yeah, the Bears were the Bears said they were going to draft Patrick Mahomes, but they just didn't." And I was like, "Dude, why do they have to keep bringing these things up? It just it, it's not fair. It doesn't make sense. We've moved on. We have Justin Fields." Yeah. Well, you know what it was? Virginia McCaskey says, well, Mitch Trubisky, he looks like such a nice fellow. 
type of person I want to marry my great great granddaughter. <laughs> yep, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, the reason they they the reason that Ryan Pace loved him so much is because he had, I think, a nineteen ninety nine Toyota Camry, and he was like, "This that's the kind of work ethic we need." Is, is this kind of <laughs> I saw I saw I saw him in the lobby. He was cutting coupons. Dude. Terrible. 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 He's just a great guy generally. He's a nice guy. Mitch Trubisky's a nice guy. Terrible football player. Nice guy though. But you know what I'm saying? Like you could be the nicest guy in the world. I don't You know what it Virginia says, you know, I saw him I when I saw Pat took my homes here, he had his brother around and his brother was doing this stupid dance. I didn't want that brother around. That's uh, wait, who who are you talking about, Frank? That Virginia McCaskey said the reason they didn't draft uh, Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes was because they saw that uh, oh Patrick oh, Mahomes' yeah. brother was hanging around. Oh yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> that that that's probably true. Mikey, it's pretty shocking how terrible Chicago sports is, huh? It's been the worst, the worst acute like. All of the sports, the four more major sports teams, it's been the worst calculative record since 1977. So, like I said, though, this is just the dark era. This is the, the bronze era for Chicago. Once we get into the gold era, which is, you know, next year for the Bears. Yeah. So, it's 101 right now for the Bears to win the Super Bowl next year. Not a bad bet, right? You got Justin Fields. Pretty stupid you know, bet. You got like, the weren't they the worst team in the league last year? You got, hey, worst to first. Have you ever heard of it? It's never happened before in the football where someone was the worst team in the league and then went to first place and won a Super Bowl. Until yeah. next year. Isn't that crazy? Hmm. Isn't that nuts? I'm, I'm very excited for the Bears next year. Man, they're probably not going to win the Super Bowl, but I'm excited. I, I, think, I think this was the last year – like we'll see the Bears be bad consistently for seven years. Wow. And you get the basketball team's bad, and then the baseball teams are mediocre, and the hockey team's bad too, right? So the baseball teams are, are mediocre. Okay, they're mm-hmm. fine. They the have Cubs potential. are pretty lousy, but okay. They have potential. They have potential. Oh, no. Now, okay. you, take, you take the basketball team, that's a sticky situation. Sticky situation. So, sticky situation. Sticky situation. Sticky situation. We'll be fine, though. We'll be fine. Sticky situation. It's very hard to explain these things to Celtics fans and Patriots fans and fucking and Mets fans. You know what I'm saying? Like, this doesn't, it's, it's hard. Mets fans, just because you guys have money. That's the only reason. Only reason you guys could buy your way into winning. But you guys well, success. We've had uh, we've had a lot of trouble because of uh, cheap scouting too. Yeah. And the only way to fix that is with the money. True. Yeah. But. Yeah. Shall we roll into Ask the Tank? Yeah, we could do Ask the Tank. Let me see. It's okay, Mikey. No rush. 
Yeah, I know. I was, it wasn't loading. I was looking for it. Okay. It's so, okay. At, it's still Wilpon. Who wins the championship first? Mets, Dolphins, Nets, or Devils? Uh, might be the Mets. Uh, Nets are done. Dolphins. Of course. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Devils. I think they're a year or two away. I think uh, this is a good start. But I think this is a good year. I just don't think they can win a Stanley Cup this year. I think. I think this is more of like um, a good analogy would be the Mets of the '80s. I think this is like the '84 Mets. Okay. What the Devils are going through. So then you must acknowledge that the Mets are really good and have a good chance to win the World Series. If they get rid of Darren Ruff. Right, yeah. Right. Darren Ruff. Yeah. All right, so here's a perfect question to lead into that one. At Mike Pick 20, what are your thoughts on Darren Ruff's upcoming uh, MVP season? You mean the LVP season. Okay, yeah. That's exactly what I meant. He, he, he is a team destroyer. He he is horrible, awful, terrible, horrendous. These questions are like playing tennis right now. So uh, here's another one: Do you think Darren Ruff will bet over uh, 200 this season? No. Oh, Frank, mm. come on! It's crazy. Come on, Frank, over 200. I think he won't even bet over 100. Oh no! Frank. Oh God! He's gonna be playing bingo. Here's another uh, Darren Ruff question. Can we get Darren Ruff as a special guest on the, a Raw Dogging episode? Do you think he would do it? Uh, he, probably, he probably puts ketchup on his hot dog, so probably not. Okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, any more Darren Ruff questions? I don't think so. Okay. Um... Hey, Frank, just wondering, do you like brats or strictly just a hot dog guy? Brats are okay, but I'd rather have hot dogs every time. Okay. And then the last question is from I Love Brian Shaw. If the only way you could get rid of Darren Ruff was to take back Mickey Calloway, would you? <laughs> well, that can't happen. Mickey Calloway is uh, suspended, I believe. So. Let's say you could. Let's say you could, though. No. <laughs> He's not wrong. Mickey Call Mickey Callaway could manage 1927 Yankees and uh they'd be under five hundred. <laughs> He'd bat Babe Ruth ninth. He'd bench Lou Gehrig. <laughs> well that's all the questions we got for Frank the Tank. Uh make sure you guys follow the pod at Frank the Tank Pod. Uh Frank, you wanna take us out with the song? Uh that's song I have in my head. It's Super Bowl. So, so we need, people need a song. All right. Let me see. Lombardi's going to Kansas City. Kansas City, here it comes. Going to Kansas City. Once again, the Chiefs will win. The Chiefs are going to win. The Eagles are going to cry. Mr. Lombardi's going to Kansas City tonight. Kansas City, Kansas City, here it comes. So click like, subscribe. See you next week. See you next week. And uh, hopefully we get baseball season fat here fast enough. This the NBA sucks. And Kyrie, go fuck yourself. <laughs>
see you next week.